How do you measure yourself with other golfers? By height. It's a very, very special honor. I'm Paula Creamer, and you're listening. Well, we're waiting. Hi, this is Martin Cove, a.k.a. John Kreese from Cobra Kai, and you're listening to Golf Talk Live. Let the word go out from here across the land. Let Daddy Noonan uh, approve. Hey, this is Shooter McGavin. You're listening to the 19th Hole Podcast. It is the first show of August. You have found the 19th Hole Podcast, Alan DePew, coming to you once again with my panel of experts. We're a little shy this week. Unforeseen circumstances out on the driving range and... We have another one practicing to play Greg Norman, but uh, hey, I'm joined with Andy Hydorn and Brandon Elliott. Hello, gentlemen. Hello, hello. Happy hello. to be back on Golf Talk Live. <laughs> live, live. <laughs> oh, sorry, my bad. That's a that's a that's on another streaming service. <laughs> yeah. So, guys, um, I, I referenced it. Bobby, literally, you know, unforeseen. Uh, issues out in the driving range I, I swear to god i think he actually likes picking the range at night that's really why he's dodging us because it is like it, it's like um superman's house of sanctuary what was that called the sanctuary sanctuary up there yeah yeah that's his that's that's where bobby i think relaxes it's his only place to relax getting and christian's got what's that getting back to his roots Exactly. And Christian, it's league night. So uh, we're recording Wednesday night. We're going to release on Wednesday. Uh, we're getting out a little late. We'll t- I'll explain to you why in just a moment. But uh, you, you can't interrupt the man. He shot 31 last week. <laughs> yep. Boys got to, golfers got to golf. Live and let live. Live and let live. Yes. <laughs> yes. Man, you are just, you, you are loaded with them tonight, aren't my you? Live pun, my live puns are on. on overflow (laughs) (laughs) all right so i did well i'll just go jump right to it okay so if you saw it follow us all our social media i was out at the cadence corner golf outing once again caden uh just to fill fill in a little bit of a story caden was my niece tragically murdered in philadelphia four years ago um and uh, by her actually bi- biological father, not to bring the, the momentum of this whole show down, but out of uh, ashes come uh, op- come the phoenix. And uh, we've done some great work. A lot of people have done ran up the hill and uh, some measures were put in place. Some things were signed to uh, to help hopefully stop this from happening in other future domestic relations and the reason I'm telling you all this, other than last year, Christian and Andrew and myself won the tournament, which was kind of awkward standing up front announcing the awards. But I had to because Christian shot 66 that day, I think. Um, this year, they weren't there. Now, I'm going to spin it, Andy, that they, they, they bailed on me. <laughs> There's no okay. other way to spin it. There is no other way to spin they it. They did bail I, on you. And I had great guys stand in, Freddie, Chris, and Rob. Thank you so much for standing in. We gave a gallant effort. But but Brendan, they bailed on me. They left me hanging. And uh, they're going to turn it around. I'm, gra- I'm actually glad Christian's not here because he would say, if it wasn't for, this is a perfect example, if he wasn't, if he had been there, we would have won again. Well, where did you finish? Uh, like fourth. It's not bad. Yeah. Played at historic Lulu Country Club. Shout out to Lulu. Donald Ross Design. Going through a big restoration project to bring it back to its original. 1912. John Rusk. Thank you. But uh, yeah, right here in the greater Philadelphia area. And uh, yeah, I, I, I tried. I made some natural birdies. I made some, I dropped some bombs. Didn't and hit any look, bombs. You look good. Bombs too. anymore. You look good. The pictures you sent, you look good. How about that damn shirt, huh? <laughs> How Did about you see that, that shirt? Yeah. Let me tell you the backstory on that. So I walk in and my uh, my other half, the much more attractive mother, other half, I walk into my office where I'm recording from right now. And uh, fortunately, the camera's going this way because you can't see all the clutter going the other way. But that shirt sitting on my desk, and if you haven't seen it, folks, hop over to our social media. It's hideous. <laughs> it's got mingos we got some serious mingos andy <laughs> it's a total golf bro shirt 
It's a devilish. Oh my God. Now, now you're going there. I've got stories about bros, golf bros. <laughs> oh, so anyway, the long story short is a little bit later, or maybe I should bring it in here momentarily just to get it out of the way. Shooter McGavin, Christopher McDonald, the man, the myth, the legend. He has been, he has jumped on as a huge supporter of our cause. He was there again this year. And I, I tracked him down right on the 18th green. I made him give me an interview right on the 18th green. We're standing there waiting. Waiting for people to putt. Figure why awesome. not? That's awesome. <laughs> so, you know, I'll tell you what. Let's do that. I've already thrown the show notes out. Let's let's actually bring in that interview real quick. And we are at the Cadence Corner Foundation golf outing once again, and I'm with one of my favorite people we've had on the show, Christopher McDonald. You know him as. Shooter, <laughs> how you doing? Great to see you again. Uh, Thank you again so much for, as you know, I'm I'm one of the board members. I'm involved with this outing. Caden was uh, my niece, and I, I'm so thankful that you come out every year and help support us. I am uh, I'm I'm grateful to be here. I I so can feel your pain. What's been going on? And the great news is that now the Caden's law has been passed by President Biden himself, and. Uh, it's a it's a game changer for over 870 kids at this point, and then more, the more they find out from state to state, it's going to be up into the thousands. So it's 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 a good timing. Absolutely. And uh, when we we were talking last year, uh, you said you I, I got all kinds of things I want to talk to you about. First of all, I didn't know you were in Thelma and Louise. I was looking up some of your, your previous work. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're 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 not just shooter. No, I've done <laughs> I've done like 150 movies, but. Uh, but Shooter is the one that people seem to really like, and uh, and I, I I blame television, or I thank television, I should say. It's a movie that keeps on giving, which is fantastic. People just love it when it comes on TV. Like, oh, we got to sit through this. It's just too sick and wrong. So, it's it's a joy. People love to hate the shooter, and uh, and and it's a joy. And I love reaching out to him, you know, and doing cameos. And you you like were that. also so. Mr. Stifler. I was indeed. <laughs> I, I had to put my kid through college somehow, so I did the Stifler. <laughs> But when we talked last time, and you you said you're really excited about it, I don't know if I can get any dirt for our little podcast here, but uh, you were excited to be part of the Marvel Universe I Secret am. Invasion because it's it's due out when? Well, it's funny you should ask that because I think it's got one more's got to come out before it comes out. Uh, so I think it's going to be maybe early March. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I was just literally in London yesterday doing some additional scenes, and I flew to be back here for this Caden Corner event here at the lovely Lulu Country Club. And, you know, seeing people that I met like you last year and, and, and seeing how, how much a difference it makes with all these great people come out and help to support this. Can you give awesome. us any dirt? Are you playing a villain? Or are you playing... Uh, I, I signed an NDA. I oh, can't tell you all right, anything. So all that's, right. It's Marvel. Well, you know, they, they can make you do anything. So, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, they so, really can. Yeah, yeah, I can't tell you anything other than the fact that it's undisclosed. Undisclosed. Character. And yeah. that's on Disney Plus. Disney Plus, correct. Disney Plus. I will. I'm streaming everywhere practically because yeah. Disney's everywhere. But I have, a, I have to get your take because I follow you, obviously, on social media also. Cool. Live Golf. Does Shooter have an opinion on Live Golf? Uh, you know, someone put uh, Shooter second. Yes, I'm putting you know, the mic right uh, in your face yeah. right now and asking you to go on record. <laughs> uh, I can't really go on record. I don't know that much about it, although it is, uh, you know, a lot of people are doing it. My... I mean, I have three or four golf friends that are doing it. Someone put a, put put a, a shot of me at shooter, and then put oh, live golf see, on my I shoulder. I did see that. Yeah, it was kind of funny. <laughs> you know, I think Charles Barkley was like, "Well, if I can do it, why not? Why not we get shooter in there?" So uh, um, it's a choice that they made, and um, it's it's a lot of them said they did it for the family. There's a lot of money involved. At the same time, um, the the controversy is pretty obvious, and. Um, but when you have people like Bubba Watson joining and being, being you know, not playing right now because he's got, still got that bad knee, but um, he's he's coaching and he's uh, they they made it too attractive. It was hard to turn down, I guess. So uh, more you, power to him. Well, you know what? That's that's actually been the topic of conversation, obviously, for months now. Yeah. When this first broke, is uh, you know, was it for the money? Is it for the human rights? I mean, we you, you can debate this thing in fourteen different directions. That's that's the bottom line, right? Right. And. 
I tend to be Switzerland and things like that because I, you know, I don't want to go. People make these personal choices. It's a, it's a big decide, a big decision for them. So I, I try to be objective about it, but uh, you know, I, I can certainly see both sides of the argument. Yeah. So uh, the last thing was, I believe last week, last year was that the 25th of Happy Gilmore. Was the 25th last year? Yes. And right. you were trolling uh, Adam Sandler to try to do a. Is there any any? Can we get any dirt on that one? Well, in a perfect world, I'd love to be on the senior tour with him or, <laughs> or uh, you know, Ryder Cup situation. I think that'd be really funny. And then oh, I, my God. I bring him on the, as, the, as the captain's pick. Like, what? He's a disgrace at the game. <laughs> Throw him off the tour. So I think that'd be funny. And then he comes and wins the day with, the, with that crazy hockey puck putter of the, his. The famous Odyssey putter. Uh, yes, exactly. Yes. Which are worth a fortune now, apparently. Oh, well, I, 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 I didn't so, know about So keep yours. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, anyway, I won't keep. We're we're literally standing on the 18th green, holding up play while we're talking right exactly. now. Again, thank you, sir. My pleasure. Appreciate it. Always, please. Anytime, we would love to have you on and chat with the whole crew on the on the podcast. I appreciate it. All Thanks right, very much. Thank you. Take care. All right, and again, as always, Christopher McDonald. Thank you so much for you and all the celebrities. Thank you for your support. So, Andy, he pretty much is neutral on live but i'm sure you saw the social media that he was referring to there's one going around live it's shooters tour or something like that yeah <laughs> yeah but i did love his idea brendan he, he he thinks that there should be a champions tour event with adam sandler and himself competing as their characters or that they should be on the Ryder cup team what say you sir that would be epic that would Wouldn't be... that be captain's pick for the President's Cup or something like that? Yeah. Yep. And then uh, the Euros could get – who was the tall guy, the uh, the scary-looking dude? In, oh, in my God. Yeah, the guy, the guy – no, you know, you should be scared. <laughs> she yeah. chases him afterwards. You know, you know since we're going to segue here, I when you're talking about your charity event, that's something that this whole live drama the last couple months, and now it just seems to getting be getting worse and worse. It really put it's putting golf in a bad light, and that really bugs me. And all the good that the game does, like through charity events, or you know, this week is a big week in junior golf with the U.S. Kids World Championships, the PGA Junior Championship at Cog Hill, and I just I just despise the sideline golf fans or the the people that seem to be the loudest on social media about all this drama making putting golf in a very bad light and that that's as a PGA pro and someone that loves the game it just that drives me insane right now you know all right so i agree and i i just before we hit record and then i said okay we should save this for the show andy this is the manifestation. This is not Jay Monahan. This is the manifestation of Greg Norman's desire to take down the establishment from 20 years ago. Yeah, I, I've been saying this all along. He's living his wet dream right now. And mm -hmm. I, 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 I don't think you can look at it any other way. I mean, he's, he's had this hair across his ass for, for over 20 years. Um, you know, he has that that vindictive sort of personality and you know he's he's settling his score right that's what he's doing yeah Brendan, do you agree with that yeah he's he said as much in one of the recent interviews he did i, I was i don't know if it was the new york post or or something he he's basically said what what andy just said that this is beef that he's had that goes back to you know the night what was it what was it the early 2000s or andy you can probably refresh me on that yeah i don't World know exactly Tour. what the what the date was but you know it was it was the the before idea of the the world golf championships right mm -hmm. well i yeah i i think he's upset that he didn't get credit for the whole world golf championships no question hundred percent. Yep. And here's a, here's one here's one for you. And I won't say which celebrity I'm talking about. From and again, I'm appreciative of all of them coming out. But you know, as one of the guys in my group was, as we're pulling away from one of the celebrities on Monday, he goes, "Who's he again? Why is he here?" <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> and I said who it was, and he, and he just looked at me, and I'm I'm tying this back. I'm going to try to segue, bring these together here, Brendan. He, his comment was, "Oh, so he's just trying to stay relevant." Is right. Greg Norman just trying to stay relevant? He's been trying to stay relevant for a very long time. He hasn't he hasn't stayed relevant with his golf game. We know that much because he can't beat Christian. But um, <laughs> but in into in in his defense, he's he's been pretty successful in the business world with with uh, hugely successful ventures. without yeah. question. Yeah, with several different ventures. Uh, Does, cannot cannot trim a, a shrub. We know that he almost no, cut his hand no, off. No, exactly. And uh, Chris Ever and him had a falling out, but we all we all go through that. So, but hugely successful in all other components. I mean, he was the. Look, I'm going to give you my opinion. Gary Player obviously was the first international golf, you know, name. Obviously, brand. Greg Norman was the first international golf brand, and yeah. still is today in a lot of regards. Yeah. And I, mean, I think he didn't do as many sit-ups as Gary Player, though. No, no. <laughs> I think I, I probably I have probably two or three Norman shirts in my in my uh, closet. I mean, they're shark wears well, everywhere. I think we all do. Any of us that play golf probably do. But yeah. the the major uh, the Open Championship he won. Uh, I can't remember what year it was, but he put on a display that year, just ball striking display. I think didn't he hit? Oh, didn't he only miss like one fairway or something like that? At at Turnberry. Yeah, yeah, and you know by all this nonsense, he's just diluting or basically maybe even erasing that image that anybody ever had of him as is a golfer and as a businessman. He's just he's killing himself. I I I think that's a great point, Brendan. I I honestly think that there's so many people other than the live lovers. I think there's so many people now that think he is just persona non grata. Mm -hmm. I, I, okay. Help me to understand. And, and I, I, as I said to shooter or Christopher McDonald, I, I, when, <laughs> when I had him on last, when I had him on last year, yeah, double, 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 <laughs> double pistols. Uh, and I got to tell you a funny there. I got two funnies. I had him on last year. I introduced him as Shooter. And he goes, or I'm Christopher McDonald. <laughs> he goes, this is like, second time. oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, sure. But then another one, we tried to promote a post on social media, and, and he's doing the double double pistols. They flagged it for gang symbols. No. <laughs> Swear to God. No. Here's Andrew and Christian and Shooter. Gang oh symbols. Oh, my God. I don't oh, know if you've seen Christian. He's a gangster. Oh, Christian's a, a big gangster. You could easily confuse him with Snoop Dogg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. But all right. So, so Liv, nobody was at Bedminster, guys. There wasn't anybody. There. I know. Yeah. There wasn't anybody. They, they, they showed a picture of Patrick Reed leading the tournament at that time. And there's not a single spectator on the entire golf hole. And that's the market that they were going after, that New York market. And they said because the PGA Tour doesn't really pay attention to it. And there was it was crickets. There was I literally hopped on, okay? I literally hopped on. I didn't want to try to jump through the whole media thing, you know, try to get my media pass. I literally hopped on to try to buy a ticket to maybe zip up there Sunday with, mm -hmm. a, with a buddy of mine. You can't find how to buy a ticket on their website. It yeah. says contact us. They talk about packages, suites, the this package, that package. I couldn't find where it could you could just buy a ticket. I heard they were selling tickets for a dollar. That's crazy. I did you not hear that? I, I, I yeah, I did actually. I heard they were selling tickets for a buck. Hmm. Look. It, here's the thing for me too, right? So Henrik Stenson wins. Do you consider that a professional victory? And it, and it's, I'm not saying one way or the other. For me, I look at it and I'm like, 
oh, that's nice. It's like Henrik won the JP McManus Pro-Am or, you know, yeah. it just doesn't seem like a victory. Like, like Tony Finau won two weeks in a row, two professional wins in a row. Well, is that, is that go back to the whole, are you locked in just on 72? No, it's full field. It's, you know, the whole waves that they go out. It's all the stuff that they're trying to go against in my mind is what constitutes a championship, a legit. It's a glorified exhibition. Let's not, they they are modern day Walter Hagens. I think that's a great analogy. It's a great analogy. I mean, everything about it, I think it's here to stay. Uh, It's going to be interesting to see how it's going to play out in court. More segue a bit momentarily, a little foreshadowing, but I, I can't get behind it. I'm sorry. I know. I know we need Christian here to come give us the generational influence on this, but there's nobody there. But I think there would be a place for it if there wasn't the backstories, the money, the Norman thing. There, there could be a place for something what, like what place though? I mean, like, like what other than the money? What, what is it? I don't mean I don't mean a place as in competition or a a uh, parallel to a PGA tour or a DP World Tour. I mean is something entertaining to potentially watch with guys that are no longer. Relevant. I don't want to say relevant, but yeah, yeah. I'll say it. relevant. I mean, it's almost like the Bizarro universe, right? I just I referenced Superman earlier, so now we got the Bizarro universe. <laughs> I mean, I, I saw something online about John Daly begging. Did you? I don't know if you guys saw this, but begging Greg Norman to let him play, and Norman denied him. But John Daly would be a perfect person for the live tour. Absolutely. Tell me, tell me that's not the most believable thing of the day, right? I mean, John Daly is the perfect live tour guy. I mean, he's a, he's an absolute personal just train wreck. You know, financially, you know, health wise, you know, he's wanting the only the only thing he has going for him is cashing in on his golf. Right. Yeah. The only thing I'm going to say there is he this is going to sound crazy. He is an athletic phenom in terms of I can I cannot believe he can still get the club back as far as he does at his age. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Agreed. But. I mean, Greg sat down. I don't know if any of you caught this. He had an interview with Tucker Carlson, and he referenced the fact that they offered Tiger seven fifty to eight hundred yeah. million. What? Like he forgot the number? Yeah, yeah. Like, like he doesn't know if it was seven hundred or eight hundred. Yeah. yeah. I mean, give me a break. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just, I was just, you know. I, I just don't see how it works. I don't see how it works in the long term. I realize they have unlimited money that every time we fill up at the tank, we're basically supporting their live golf tour, but I don't see how it works. There's nobody with t- there. With Tiger turning to- Go ahead, Brendan. With Tiger turning down that close to a billion dollars, and granted, he doesn't need it. None of these guys that got the big paydays really need it. But that just that just shoots down everybody that's saying this whole money argument. You know, like, why wouldn't Tiger Woods take $800 million? Because, because Tiger Woods understands the Correct. gravity of this whole situation. Yeah. And yeah. he understands that, that he is Tiger Woods because of the, the tournaments that he's won, the four rounds, 72 holes, the majors. The, I mean, that's why he's Tiger Woods. I'm going to reference it this way. And I saw a, a, a friend on social, on Facebook actually today, post this, the passing of the, the great Vin Scully, right? Yeah. And he, and he referenced a couple of people and he said, you know, passing him a great one today. And I agree with that. Vin Scully called it, it was an amazing talent. Mm-hmm. But Vin Scully was never greater than the game. Yeah. Tiger Woods is never greater than the game. Jack Nicholas was never greater than the game. 
live golf is trying to be greater than the game. I find it fascinating in a time where we promote, we hate everything that excess of money, et cetera, et cetera. But the only thing they're bloviating about is money. Yeah. And the only thing they point out is how Jay Monahan made so much money. And I realized that, you know, it power should be with the players, I guess, not with Monahan, who the players are paying, but it's only about the money. So how can the golf fan appreciate that crap when it's only about the money? That's Ellen, you just hit the nail on the head. Yeah. For me, this whole live thing has been all about the money for the players is what it's all about. There's nothing else in it. I mean, are they are they trying to make it more interesting, more exciting, more fun? Yeah, they're trying. But at the end of the day, the only thing in this is more money for the players. And there's not one player that I, I would criticize for, for taking the money. None. But I, I just can't stand all the bullshit talk about anything else other than it's more money for the players. Yeah. Hashtag where's Ogletree. Did you see that one that they posted? Somebody finally posted out there. The yeah. nine players that no longer are yeah. part of live. Yep. And where are they now? Four of them aren't even playing because they're now on the Asian tour. Uh, the other ones are playing in like, I don't know, some throw off someplace else. And then a couple, couple guys are back on the DP World Tour. DP World yeah. Tour. Yeah. And then, all right, let's segue. Here we go. And then the other ones are now wanting to come back to the PGA Tour. <laughs> As of today, a lawsuit was filed by a class action lawsuit by 11 players against the PGA tour uh, antitrust and, and I got, I don't have the three in front. I know Taylor Gooch. Uh, Hudson Swafford, Taylor Gooch, and I'm, I'm spacing on the other one. Yeah. I can't remember. Irrelevant. They were, were going to get into the playoffs, right? They were going to be, yeah. they were going to be into the guarantee. Yes. So now they're actually filing for an injunction before the peg goes in the ground at the St. Jude, that they'd be able to allowed to, allowed to play. Was it Abe answer the other one? Maybe nope. He was one of the. He was involved in the lawsuit, but it was not. He was the one of the three that qualified would have qualified for the playoffs. And here's the ir irony of all this: if they, I believe I saw this one. I cannot 100% confirm this. If they tee it up and they're all allowed to play, and they get booted after week one, they make $120,000, which, ironically, Brendan, is the same amount of money they'd make for playing at the Live Tour. <laughs> wow. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. So I don't remember when this came up before, but this did come up before with the, the antitrust stuff with the, on the PGA Tour, correct? Uh, I believe it's come up a number history. of times, actually. And it's never been successful, right? Correct. Yeah. Matt Jones is the other one. That's right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but, you but, know, it's but, interesting. The letter the letter from Jay Monahan uh, very clearly said, and, of course, he's posturing, but he really, very clearly said to his members, that feel good about the fact that that we've investigated what our legal position is on this. Mm -hmm. So whether that's ends up bearing out or not, who knows? But you know, it's not like it's not like he's shooting at the hip here and right. reacting to things. Um, you know, they've had a lot of time to figure out what's coming and what to do and and all these things and. And I think Davis Love, again, made it very clear that Jay Monahan works for us. We make the rules. We were the members of, of the tour. We empower him to make decisions and administer the PGA tour for us, not right. for him. Right. Which is which is a point I know Bobby has made all along. Bobby having, you know, the connections back for at national, what have you, is the PGA tour is an association. 
it is an association of the members who happen to be the players. Right. right. I, as much as, you know, I know you get frustrated, Brendan, all the time. Well, well, you're a PGA golf professional, so you play on tour. Do you know Tiger Woods? I know, <laughs> I know that hurts you, but Pete, the, go back to that average golfer. The average golfer doesn't know the difference. No. They certainly don't know that. They don't know the difference about the PGA versus PGA Tour. They certainly don't know that the PGA Tour is not a corporation. And to your right. point, the, the amount of money that they're generating in their communities. Neither is a PGA for that matter. Correct. Yeah. And expound on, so Davis Love, I, I personally love it. He described it. He says, look, we got the nuclear option. Yeah, he, he, he was suggesting that, that if those other guys win the lawsuit, he goes, and they're allowed to play in majors and allowed to play in the FedEx Cup, he goes, we should all. We strike. just won't play. Yeah. It's player strike. Yeah. So they, they put a microphone in front of Zach Johnson today, too. And he, he very diplomatically um, voiced his position as well. And he was very clear that those guys are my friends. He goes, but I absolutely disagree with the fact that they choose to leave us to go somewhere else to play. And now they want to come back and play. He said, we all sign on the dotted line that says we have to to be a member in good standing of this tour we have to do all of these things that are that are listed in their contract and he goes you know they've they've not done that now they're coming back and they want to be a member still he was clearly clearly in the camp of the yeah. fu guys how about this analogy hey baby you know i'm gonna go date this other girl <laughs> she's really hot it's got a lot of money. We're going to go out and have a good time. But then I want to come back after afterwards. I want to hang out with you a little bit. <laughs> How many people out there are going to put up with that? I don't yeah. care if you, I, I referenced a girl to guy as a guy saying it to a girl, it could go the other direction, obviously. How many people are going to put up? They're not. That's exactly what they're saying. And, and the thing that people don't get, and, and this, this bothers me the most too, is they think, they think this is a Jay Monahan thing. Yeah. It's not a Jay Monahan thing. Oh, watch it's, out, Brendan. He's fired up on this one. I know this. It's a, it's a player's thing, right? Like right. Zach Johnson, Rory, Tiger, JT, they're pissed off. They're pissed off because these guys are messing with their organization, their association. So Jay Monahan's acting on behalf of those pissed off players. He's not doing it independently in, in, in yeah, a road manner. They're, they're making these personal attacks against Monaghan and it has yeah. nothing to do. He's carrying forth to try to the preservation of the association he's charged with leading. hundred percent. ironically, I just saw it pop up all over the place. The JT interview right about the same that happened back in June when Centurion during the first event. And he foreshadowed and said, well, if there's a lawsuit, I am going to take it personal. Because all these yeah. SOBs basically are suing me. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I'm their friend. I'm hanging out with them, but now they're going to sue me? Exactly. And again, you know, all the power to them. They made the decision to get paid. They went over there. They have the cushy golf life now, you know, three rounds, shotguns, champagne. Corporate you know, jet flying them back and forth, the part the party you know, jet. Music, all that stuff. Good for them. You know what? If you're Pat Good Perez right now, you're loving life. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh. But guess what? You, you like you said, Alan, you can't go back to your girlfriend after that. No. To me, that's gonna be the most interesting thing is if this dissolves at some point, two years down the line or four years down the line. And how old is Dustin Johnson? What he's early thirties? I think he's thirty-six or thirty-seven. Yeah, I think he's upper 30s. Yeah. So what what's next for guys like that? Is there is there an option? Well, you know, the other the other thing is I've heard they you know who can put an end to this all real easy is the four majors. Yeah. Cuz it's all about the, it, it's always about the majors. It's always been about the majors. The four majors, I hate to use the word collude. But if the four majors said we're not recognizing them, period, end of story, 
or they or they change their method of entry and requirements or then they're done. So I, I had a meeting last night, a work meeting last night with the guy at the RNA who's on the board of the official world golf rankings. Ooh, no, nice. we did oh. not. Yeah. You see, you, you hold out on us, Andy. <laughs> we did not, we did not ask any pointed questions about that. Oh. But there are definitely some snickers and giggles going on. Okay. Definitely. Yeah. All right. Very, very interesting. Yeah. Well, I mean, Augusta can do whatever Augusta wants to do. Right. right? The open championship can technically make everybody go through qualifying. Yeah. The U.S. Open could make technically everybody go through qualifying and change the rules. The PGA Championship could align with the PGA Tour. And the only people then get, that get in, five years or 10 years, were respectively, of, that may have, or lifetime in the case of a couple of the events. Right. Prior champions. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play the other side of the fence here that, um, the players don't sign up to be an agent of the Augusta National Golf Club, right? Um, they don't sign up to be a player under the USGA or the RNA. So would it be legally okay for those organizations to not permit them to play? I mean, I think that might be problematic. So, so the remedy is like, again, this official world golf ranking thing will end up weeding all that stuff out. And like one of you just said, you know, the, the past champions, any, any of the, the players that qualify under the current, you know, kind of exemptions, right? you know, I get it. They'll, they should probably still be able to play, but the ability to maintain those exemptions in the form of official girl, well, official world golf rankings, I think will will end up taking a lot of that out for people. I think I saw something online by a graph or a sliding scale or something of where these guys that do fall within most of the qualifying world rankings currently for the majors, mm-hmm. if this doesn't happen where they can't get points, how quickly they would start sliding off because they're not playing in qualifying events. Right, exactly. And exactly. it wasn't wasn't a it wasn't a very long period of time. Which is why I think it was used, it, whoever it was that's one of the one of the European guys that said, "Well, that's why we all should go in mass and go play the the Asian tour events so that we get our world golf rankings under the current format, assuming the format doesn't change." But it completely flies in the face of play less golf. Oh yeah, yeah. Ultimately, right? I mean, I, I I think I think I personally think it would be hilarious. I I think in Far Hills or over in, in, at the RNA, if they just said, in light of all the changing dynamics, we are going to have a true open championship and only past champions or the top ten ranked in the world or whatever, change the whole thing and make it open qualifying. Yeah. Guess yeah, what? That would be DJ has to go show up at you know XYZ and go through local qualifying again. Not to pick on DJ, but he's 38, by the way. 38. Yeah. Yeah, I I think I think yeah, that 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 ends up being a, a really interesting part of this whole live story, the majors. It it just does. Yeah, because you have well, you'll have a lot more spotlights like the spotlight every year in the last two years that have been on for uh, Ricky Fowler. Does he make the open? Does he, does he, if, if you make all those guys have to qualify, how many of those 48 or 50, however many they happen to have, how many of them actually make it through to the open championship or make it through the U S open? Probably the guys, the guys who are the better players will, you know, but you know, most of the guys who left to go to live are not the better players anymore. No. And, and the, re- the mo- more recent major champions in that group, games were going the other direction. All of them, Brooks, 
Even Bob DJ. Bryson. Yep. Yeah. Brooks, Bryson, Kepka, DJ. Yep. Which, which one of those guys is playing their best golf right now? None. None. Yeah. And Phil is just horrible right now. Oh, what a bad $200 million investment that was. <laughs> I don't think he's been, I don't think he's been under par in the, has he played in two, two events? I mean, yeah, I you, I, I know you guys saw it. He got heckled at, at uh, Bedminster. Yeah. Yeah. He finished six or eight over, something like that. Yep. Yep. Wow. But then Stenson was a surprise. I'll be honest with you. I didn't see that happening. Shocking. Yep. But again, but, does that does that like make you think that, oh wow, he played no. awesome. No. Or or he, he won the member guest. <laughs> or right. how about this different angle? He's the only one that had a motivation this past week. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. Definitely Everybody did. else has already settled back into the fat life. You know, they're just content. Not Henrik. Henrik had something to prove. And I, I like I like his little, you know, shot. You know, I played like a, a captain today. Yeah. I, I, I do like that. He wasn't, he wasn't vicious, but he, he it was it was noted. And congrats to Luke Donald, by the way. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Always liked him. And while we're on the European, let's let's get off of live. We've, we've deep dived this. I can already tell you. I got the show title name. This one's easy. But let's talk. Let's stay over in the European theater. Muirfield, the final yeah. major. Yes. Andy, Brendan, thoughts? Well, I, I, I'll go first. I think uh, it's pretty amazing that Muirfield has come this far as yes. a club um, where not that long ago they wouldn't even let women – in the clubhouse, you know, it was, it was very non-women friendly. And uh, now they're hosting, you know, the women's open. And I, I just, I say cheers to that. Cause I think, I think ultimately, you know, they were going to get there. And if, if the RNA pushed them to get there by doing this, that by taking them out of the, the open rota, um, then good for them. And I think, it's an awesome golf course, and I think it's awesome that the girls are going to get a chance to play it. Now, you have played it. I have played it. Were you uh, invited in the clubhouse, though? I was not invited <laughs> in the clubhouse. I didn't, I didn't pack a jacket and tie on my trip, um, oh. of, of which you must have to go in the clubhouse. Oh, good show. Yeah. <laughs> right it'll it'll, it'll be interesting. It'll be an interesting week because – it's been relatively dry over there, so it's kind of crusty. And, uh, you know, that type of layout, we don't get to see the women playing it very often. And it'll be, it'll be cool for the casual viewer to watch these women hitting 300-plus-yard drives, which they will be. Um, the winds, they're not supposed to get rain from what I hear. Um, and the wind's going to be a factor on Thursday, Friday, and then kind of ease off on the weekend. So um, from a scoring standpoint, you could see some some numbers like we saw it. Uh, well, Andy, you might know better than I, but I was thinking, you know, 10, 12 under possibly. Yeah, who knows how. I mean, I'm so bad at figuring out what's going to happen there. I do know that, that, you know, this past week they played – the Women's Scottish Open at the Dundonald Links, which yeah. I, I played two weeks ago. Um, and they were really shooting some really good scores at that place. Yeah, uh, It's not easy by any stretch. Um, but those girls are good. <laughs> those girls can play golf. Um, so, yeah, who knows, Brendan, what, what they'll end up shooting on your field. Tough to say. And I'm going to put up my prediction – I think Brooke Henderson's just been – she's found something the last couple of weeks, and uh, I think she racks really? up on – Back-to-back majors. Yeah. Wow. I just like how she's putting, and with that, it's brought on confidence that she already had as a ball striker. Um, you get that flat stick rolling, and you can really be in a good place. Hmm. This is Nellie's welcome back this week. I like uh, that too. I'm I'm going. I'm either going Corda or uh, Jin Young. 
Yeah. Yeah. Hard not to go. Minji Lee is such a good player and playing so well right now, too. Yep. All right. Well, anyway, hey guys, it's that time. Andy, I'm gonna I'm gonna chime one in real quick. Okay. okay. Yeah. I know, I know this is the segment of the show you love the most, but I'm gonna steal it from you. You be my guest. Okay. And this is not a this is well, it's a little bit of an age gen generation thing, but seriously, bro. Bro. <laughs> Dude, bro, bro, did you see that when I hit there? Bro, that almost went in. I got I need Christian on right now. Yeah. I was actually texting him this stuff, and he and, and he, I, I I swear he looked at if you could read through his text, he was like, what was wrong with that? Yeah. <laughs> and I guarantee Andrew was like, what do you mean? What do you, what's up, Bob? I don't understand. Yeah. We had a dude walk to the counter sporting a bro shirt like I had on for the for the golf outing. Proud 90. Proud, yeah. And he looks at it. He looks at <laughs> my guy behind the counter. He goes, bro, <laughs> what's the course record? You know, just so he could go outside and tell his golf pro buddies that he said that to the guy behind the counter. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly so what I'm going to say, bro. Yeah. <laughs> hashtag, bro. Don't be that guy. Don't be that. Don't be that bro. Don't be that bro. Now, we, <laughs> could, we could get into this on a, another episode because it might take a long answer. But I like the guys at Good Good Golf. The, the I like the content they put out. Yeah. Um, they did something with Rick Shields. They did a collaboration. They're putting a bunch of stuff out. And I watch those. I watch all those YouTubers. So, Andy, I know you're, you're love golf pro, but what constitute a golf pro? We'll save that for another episode so Andy could kind of let that simmer a little bit. Oh, I, took a I took a picture the other day of, of a gaggle of golf bros at my <laughs> club. So we're on the 16th tee and it's right across the pond from the 18th green. And there's literally 23 people standing on the 18th green with white claws, proud 90 shirts and making all sorts of noises. They're, they're all hammered and betting, you know, ridiculous amounts well, on the last hole. All right. So the same. All right. Well, yeah, we did. This needs we need Christian because this is going to be a show. <laughs> That same day, I then take out the cart path goes down between nine and seven. I look to my right. The dude is walking the bro. He's walking up the fairway, swinging his club, carrying his transfusion. Bro, <laughs> did you see that shot? Bring my putter, bro. <laughs> that is anyway. awesome. But I we just love did him learn. That's I the just... future of the game, and it's keeping the business going, and we love them. So. That's right. It, it totally is. Bro. And Andy, I just learned that a group of golf bros is a gaggle. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, I, I, uh, <laughs> I, I cleared that with the uh, Urban Dictionary this week. All right, now I'm feeling old. Yeah, Brendan, 18th green. Final thoughts. Uh, final thoughts. I, I don't want to bring up something of live, but something else that that bugged me this week—a situation actually last week that I had—is. You know, all of us that work in the golf business, we're all in this together or should be to grow the game. We hear that term all the time. Bobby and I kind of don't like to use that, but we're trying to get people exposed to the game and continue to get people playing the game. But I had a, a, a fellow person working in the industry this week deny me as an instructor to go out and watch two of my students in a practice round at a course for a high school tryout coming up this week. He said, they don't oh. allow that. They don't allow instructors to come out. And we are all oh. trying to push this game. And that just bugged me. So that's my, don't be that guy. I just wanted to throw that in there for, for my final thought. It's a, it's a final thought bonus. Don't be that guy, <laughs> bro, it's, bro. It's it's a, bro, it's a, Andy, bro, what you got? The bridge across two different <laughs> parts of the show. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna throw in a live thing, but from a different perspective. Um, and I I love this guy. I always have uh, Charles Howell the mm third, -hmm. and I I read his comments um, 
and it really made me think about live from the perspective of some of these players and you know charles charles basically and i i don't remember verbatim what he said but the general spirit of what he said was i've been playing the pga tour for 23 years um it's been a grind he goes i put my heart and soul into it my family has endured it you know he didn't say this but he's won twice um and he's made a lot of money all that but he's he was intimating that he's tired right and after doing it for that long and now he can make a nice comfortable living doing it and relax a little bit and i think i think charles house probably one of those guys that knows he's not winning the major especially now you know where he's at in his career and his life um so it 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 shed a little different light and perspective on live from the player side and and i have a soft spot for some of those guys for that reason yeah comment on that james hahn as soon as the pga tour schedule was released got a lot of print because he's uh, he pointed out that they're in vegas then they're somewhere else then they're overseas then they're all these different places and he's pointing out the travel costs and everything else associated with life on the PGA Tour. So I get it. Yep. Yeah. But it's what you wanted. Right. Yep. Anyway, my final thoughts, and I'm going to read it really quick here. I really miss the tour life. I miss everybody on the tour, the fans, the media, the players, everybody. Uh, former world number one. I always mispronounce it. Sean, Sean, Sean Fang. Announcing her oh. retirement yes. from the LPGA Tour. Yep. By the way, did you guys look at her in that little interview? She looked like she lost half of her body weight. Yeah, I saw. I noticed that. That was the first thing I noticed. Yeah. So, but by, by all accounts, an incredible person, one of the funniest people to deal with that everybody says has just been a pleasure to deal with. So we bid her a happy retirement. Um, yeah. So that's all I got. That's that good. Like enough. All right. Bro. Bro. That's all I got to say. Bro. <laughs>You only have one opportunity to sell your golf property. Shouldn't you partner with an expert that offers you 30-plus years of golf industry experience combined with the reach of a global leader in real estate? Collier's International Golf Brokerage and Advisory Services understands your unique business needs. Whether it is brokerage, management, and consulting, be reassured that the market leader in the business of golf is providing you the real answers and practical solutions you deserve. Contact Golf Talk Live co-host and Collier's Golf Advisory Services member, Alan Depew today at 717-554-8519. That's 717-554-8519.